Do you ever wonder why it's hard to be grateful? Like we know that gratitude is one of the keys to a great life and having a healthy perspective. It's one of the most important things in great relationships and especially in our relationship with God. We know that we need to be grateful, but yet, man, it's so elusive. I remember Becky and I went to Chicago to visit some friends of ours and they're pretty rich friends. I don't know if you have any rich friends, but man, rich friends, they're good to have, man. It's a good time. And we went to Chicago and we lived it up for the weekend. It was amazing. And I remember I came back from this absolutely awesome weekend. And for the next week, I was completely depressed. You know why? Because my friends were rich and I wasn't. You know, there's just something inside of us that is constantly comparing ourselves upward. You know, it's, it's always, if we just have this, this little thing, we'll be, we'll be good. If we just do this, if we just have this, man, then, then we're at a really great place in our lives. Then we'll be able to truly be grateful. And besides that, there's just something in us that, that just seems not to be grateful. There's all these messages around us that are bombarding us. Man, if you just had this, you just need this. And then, man, then life will be good. So it's pretty tough, I think, to be grateful, even when life is going pretty well. What do we do when life isn't going so well? Like when, when life is a struggle, when we're down in the valley, man, we're challenged. Is it possible to be grateful, not just in the good times, but also in the really challenging times of this life? Well, we're in the first part of a four-part series today called The Jesus Life, where we're taking a look at Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapters 5, 6, and 7, and we're looking at what does life look like if we did it Jesus' way rather than our way. You know, as we start this Sermon on the Mount, it begins with Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 through 12, known as the Beatitudes. And In these Beatitudes, Jesus is saying that we are blessed. Blessed are those. And so what basically Jesus is saying is that we have so much to be grateful for. And that is whether life is going well or whether life isn't going well at all. Jesus is saying, regardless of how your life is going, you are blessed. You have something to be grateful for. Jesus begins his Beatitudes by saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Think about that. He's saying, if you're poor in spirit, if you're feeling wrung out, if you just, you're so exhausted, he's saying, you are actually blessed right there in that moment because yours is the kingdom of heaven. And then he says, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. He's literally saying, if you are grieving, if if you are so broken up over someone or something that you've lost, he says that you are actually blessed. You need to be grateful because you're blessed right now because God is going to comfort you. He talks about blessed are the meek. And then in verses 11 and 12, he says, blessed are you when people insult you, when they persecute you, and when they falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. And then he says something that seems so outlandish in verse 12. He says, rejoice and be glad. Can you, can you imagine 
You're supposed to rejoice when people insult you and persecute you and falsely accuse you of all kinds of things. You're supposed to, you're supposed to rejoice about that. Jesus says, yes, because great is your reward in heaven. So what Jesus is after here is something that just seems so completely preposterous to us. He's saying that when you're poor in spirit, when you're mourning, when, when you've been insulted and persecuted and accused, that you actually can be grateful because right there in that moment, you're blessed. Now, how in the world is this the case? How in the world are we blessed? Like in those worst moments of our lives. Well, I want us to turn to an alternate translation known as the message. Now, um, unlike most translations that are more word for word, this is a more poetic paraphrased translation that really captures the spirit of what Jesus was saying to his listeners 2,000 years ago in a way that we can really understand today. And how those same verses can be read through that translation are like this. Jesus says, verse three, you're blessed when you're at the end of your rope. With less of you, there is more of God and his rule. You know, I can think of a few times in my life when I was at the end of my rope and man, it was terrible. But I do have to agree that when you're at the end of your rope, there is less of you. And certainly you're just in a place where you're way more dependent on God to help you. Verse four, it says, you're blessed when you feel you've lost what is most dear to you. Because only then can you be embraced by the one most dear to you. I think what Jesus is getting at there is that there are some times in our lives we actually have to be at the very end of ourselves to be able to experience God in a way that we've never experienced before. Then verse 11, he says, not only that, count yourselves blessed every time people put you down or throw you out or speak lies about you to discredit me. What it means is that the truth is too close for comfort and they are uncomfortable. You can be glad when that happens. Give a cheer even. For though they don't like it, I do. I don't know if you've ever had a time where someone said something to you and it made you completely uncomfortable, but at the same time, you knew they were right. Don't you hate that? What Jesus is after there is that when we stand up for what's right, when we do something out of love and we stand up for justice, we advocate for a relationship, right? We're saying the thing that's hard, it's uncomfortable, but man, it's going to lead someone to a good place that ultimately that person may be annoyed with us. They may not be happy with us, but God is proud of us. And we can say thank you to God for those opportunities, even though they're so incredibly difficult. So here's what Jesus is after, okay? How do we practice gratitude in the midst of whatever it is we're facing? When, when life is really tough, what Jesus is saying is that actually, even when everything around you and maybe everything inside of you is screaming, you're not blessed, man, this is terrible. Jesus says, yes, you are. You are indeed blessed right here and now. So I want to tell you, whatever it is right now that you're facing, whatever it is that you're going through, whatever is stressing you out, whatever is keeping you up at night, whatever is occupying a lot of your thoughts and making you anxious, that thing that you're in the midst of, Jesus is saying, you are actually blessed even right now. Now, I know that might sound crazy, but 
this is such a deep, deep truth of God that he's trying to convey that you can be grateful even in the midst of whatever it is you're going through, because right now you are blessed. Now, it's one thing to talk about gratitude. It's another thing to actually be grateful. So I want to give you a couple minutes right now to practice the grateful life. Here's what I want you to do. Go ahead and open up that notes app or another tab, or maybe you're like me and you like good old fashioned pen and paper, but take out something that you can start to express your gratitude to God. Now, Maybe for you, as you're thinking about what you're grateful for, maybe, you know, you're going to kind of have a bulleted list of a whole bunch of different things that often you take for granted, but really you're grateful for. Or maybe you want to just kind of focus in on one main idea and you would just kind of want to write about that, jot about that. But whatever it is, take the next couple of minutes and express your gratitude to God. Gratitude is good for you. You know, we have numerous studies that talk about how good for you gratitude is over and over and over again. If we can practice being grateful, life is better and we're just overall happier. Um, now, one study that I came across that I found particularly interesting was a 2017 study from the University of Cal Berkeley where their entire study group were folks who were struggling with mental health. What they did was they gave half of the participants 
an assignment to write a weekly gratitude letter. And what did they find? The mental health of the group that did this weekly gratitude exercise was significantly better than the group that wasn't. You know, what if instead of doing this activity once a week, what if we practiced gratitude every single day? I mean, think about that. Think of how much better your life would be. Think of how much more perspective you'd have. Think of how few uh, impulse decisions that you might make. Think of how much better your relationships would be. I mean, think about this for a second. Um, maybe right now for you, you have a relationship and it's challenging for you. It's really testing you. When's the last time that you are grateful for that relationship? When's the last time that you focused on on the good things about that other person? Imagine if just for the next few days, you could stop and give thanks for that person that you're really struggling with right now. I guarantee you it would transform that relationship. So that's the challenge that I wanna give to you is what if every day you gave thanks? What if every day you tried to live the grateful life? Now, I want to tell you about something really cool that's happening right now. If you are streaming this service live right now inside the auditorium at Thomas Jefferson Middle School in Arlington, we are doing our own little gratitude activity. Uh, so we uh, have a local restaurant that we partner with and um, we do all sorts of different events with them. They've been really, really good to us through the years. And we built a great relationship with this restaurant. And so I called the manager who we know. I asked, is there is there anyone within the restaurant who is just struggling right now financially, who would just really benefit from a little financial blessing? And so the manager was like, yeah, actually, we, we do have somebody like that. And so right now, what's happening is that that unsuspecting person is making a delivery to me on the stage at Thomas Jefferson Middle School. And and when they do, I am surprising them with a $500 tip. Now, they have no idea that this is about to happen. Now, um, I don't exactly know how this is going to turn out. Hopefully, it turns out really well, and maybe you'll see something posted on social media, like if it all kind of, you know, turns out and they're, they're comfortable with us sharing it. But here's, here's what I want you to think about. Imagine how cool that would be if that was you. Like, imagine you're going through a tough time financially. Maybe actually you are. And imagine if all of a sudden you just get this surprise blessing. Do you realize how grateful you would feel, how grateful you would be in that moment? Well, here's what I want to remind you. You have been given a gift that is way better than a $500 tip. You have been given the gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ. The truth is, God loves you so much that he came to this earth, took on human flesh in the person of Jesus Christ, and in the greatest expression of love possible, he laid down his life for the forgiveness of your sins so that you would be made right in the eyes of God. And here's the most unbelievable part. Just in the same way that that unsuspecting restaurant employee did nothing to earn that tip. In fact, the only thing that they could do is just respond with a, thank you so much. This is amazing. That's exactly to be our response to the gift of Jesus Christ 
and him giving his life for you and me. And this is why this matters so much, especially right now. If you find yourself in the valley of this life, if you find yourself poor in spirit, you find yourself mourning, you find yourself feeling persecuted and insulted and wrongly accused, you find yourself just broken. And you're like, I, I don't know how I can find anything to be grateful for. Maybe, maybe that gratitude exercise we just did a few minutes ago, maybe for you, you just, you just hated that because you couldn't come up with much of anything. Here's what I want to tell you. This is, this is why the gift of Jesus Christ is so meaningful because no matter where you find yourself right now, no matter what you're going through, the truth is that Jesus knows it fully because he came to this earth and he knew what it was like to experience human suffering. He, he wept. He was heartbroken. He was betrayed. He experienced all the emotions that you experience in this life. And so whatever it is you're going through, just know this, Jesus knows it completely. And if even if you are feeling like you are walking through the valley of the shadow of death right now, what you need to know is that God knows completely what you're going through. He's with you. He loves you. And you are not alone. And I know that 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 still might not feel like a lot for you right in this moment, but I'm telling you, that is a blessing. And it's a reason that you can give thanks, even if you feel like you're right at the end of your rope. Because you see, the truth is, what Jesus is saying here through these profound words in these Beatitudes that, that I can't even fully wrap my mind around, if I'm going to be honest. But what he's saying is that even right now, even in the midst of whatever it is you're facing, even when everything around you and within you is screaming, you're not blessed, this is terrible. Jesus is saying, yes, you are. You are blessed even right now because I am with you. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for these profound words, this amazing reminder that no matter how bad life is, no matter how bad it gets, that we can still say, yes, we're blessed. We have things that we can be grateful for. God, help us. Uh, I especially want to lift up uh, those right now who are just feeling like, man, life is so bad. It's so overwhelming. God, I just pray that, that they would sense your nearness, your love, your presence, and your goodness. Lord, help us to continue to practice gratitude no matter what it is life throws our way. We thank you and we love you in Christ's name. Amen.